0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation
1: Radio. Welcome, everybody. We throw open the locker room doors. Yes, indeed. And again, to enter the locker room, come in. We share some stories, probably a little breaking of the bread, you know, if you got some snackages, things like that working. You know, uh... You come in, you meet with your teammates, Steelers Nation comes together, unites here. Uh, it's a great time. So, Max, I say good morning to thee, my friend.
0: You know what? And I say, where you been? <laughs> you know that one guy that's always in the steam room, it seems like he gets to the <laughs> facility early. And there's one guy like, how early did you get here? Did you sleep here? Like, that, that that's that one guy. Right. And that one guy used to always be Clark Hagen's.
1: Clark, really, no
0: matter how early you got to the facility, you never beat Clark Higgins to the facility. Now, and
1: see, in my day, it was Mike Webster. In my yeah, day, it was see, Mike Webster. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now Jeff
1: Hart was it was a close
0: second, but you know there was times I could I, I could me, I could be there the same time as Jeff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I never you I never saw Clark arrive at the facility. He was already already there. It, it was it was the most uncanny thing. You go in the gym. He's already got a full sweat. He's running at like ten miles an hour on the treadmill, getting a get, getting a, a pre workout run in. Uh, you know, or he's coming out of the steam room. I'm like, I'm like, man, how, uh,
1: have you? Ever, I'm, I'm not coming. Those here guys that could come get the, that. You now lifting was one thing. All right, that's when you got your work done. You want to get yeah. your lifting done, but to to run before practice, especially in my time frame, when. We were on the turf, the artificial turf at three rivers, three days a week. Not one, not two, not three. Three days a week in pads, not just that. I mean, it was, it yeah. was full pads. So, again, this was in the uh, the medieval times of the NFL, as it were. So, you know, yeah. you're not going to sweat too much out because you might lock up if it's, you know, still like yeah. September, October. You might have that Indian summer type thing where it's very warm, and I've had 90-degree-plus yeah. days in September, On that three rivers turf, you know, I I will never forget one time. Somebody was hurt. My back was hurt. So I had every play in practice, you know, every play. So you got all the offensive plays. You got all the defensive plays, you know, you got blitz, all the scout plays, everything like that. So here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a little late coming back to the huddle as a, I think it was my second year in the league, my first year starting in, I'm, I'm coming back to the huddle on a screen. Cause you know, back then we ran screens. You ran 40 yards downfield and probably put a hit on somebody just the way it was. So I come back, right. And Bradshaw, it's a hot day. It's 90 plus degrees and Bradshaw's in the huddle and he goes, Hey young buck, hustle up. He says, uh, we're waiting <laughs> on you. Right. And I, now he's, he's, you know he's rotating through and taking just an bare minimum reps, right? So I come into the huddle and I look at him. I use Mike Webster's favorite nickname for him. I go, "Keep your pants on, Turd Shaw." <laughs> oh, is that a mistake? <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. Did you say rookie year? You said rookie second year? year. Second year. Oh, second. Yeah. Well, even still, still. no, because you're st- you're still a rookie until the fourth game. Yes. <laughs> this was, and this was prior to that when they held. Oh, yeah, So you're yes. still a rookie. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> technically a rookie. Okay. So I come back and I look at him in the huddle. I go, "Keep your pants on, Turdshaw. I'm coming." And he looked. At, I'll never forget. His chin strap was unbuckled. And he looks up at me with those ice eyes, you know, the sweat yeah. was pouring off his chin. And he looked at me, he said, boy, you ain't done enough or or, or played enough to call me that. And I just went, I'm oh, sorry, Mr. Bradshaw, I'm so sorry. Yeah, exa-
0: exa- exa- exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: chest poked out, oh, chest deflated. Yes, exactly. Chest poked out, oh, chest deflated. You
1: just got put in your place, man. That's right. I got put in my place. Oh man! So yeah, you,
0: you got sunned, as we'd call it. <laughs> Sun? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can, oh, let me man. tell
1: you something because you know this is the time frame. This is the let's solve a problem or let's talk about a problem. And there's a problem when you know what? I know. I know travel today is a little bit difficult. Okay. Um, I know that uh, you know going on planes can be difficult. You know you got the TSA. You got to be there early. Now we have uh, shortages of pilots and and max. So when this guy from where was he from? He was from uh, Nairobi, Kenya, and he ended up flying somehow from South Africa after coming from Nairobi, Kenya, to the Netherlands. Only he did it in the wheel well of a plane. I'm sorry. Think about I'm sorry. that. In the wheel well of a plane, he was a stowaway. Somehow he snuck up there. And when they retract the landing gear and everything, yeah. he's he's up there,
2: and he, he goes all
1: Mission the way. Mission Yes. How does that happen? Who, who and
0: who, go ahead. He, well, I was saying, and it's not climate controlled. Like they, they don't pressurize that cabin. Right? A and B. It's not insulated. So it had to be. Cold as you know what, H E double hockey sticks. Right. Oh,
1: where he's at. <laughs> exactly. Oh my Oh. I mean, Man, think where did where the land Netherlands again? up in Amsterdam? They go from South Africa. Which is as warm. far as I know, I'm yes. And I'm I'm not real good with my geography, but I'm thinking, you know, you, you start off in uh, Nairobi, Kenya. All right, so you're pretty much yeah. a warm-climate type guy, okay? Yeah, You go exactly. down to South well, Africa. It's their summer, right? right? It's their summertime this time of year. All right, so you okay. go to South Africa. You board a plane somehow. You end up in the wheel well. Now, I, I'm thinking they had to hit altitudes of over 30,000 feet, right? Yeah, you're easily 30,000,
0: 35,000, and that, that no matter where you are, is going to be a lot, lot colder, you know, you know the thing, and you end up in Amsterdam, yeah, and you know, which, which is freezing right now. Which yeah, is I is cold. would think it's freezing up there. You, you, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I will, I will do my research right now. I, I will give you the current temperature in Amsterdam or Netherlands, the Netherlands, the Netherlands, yes. <laughs> Um, we neither go there nor want to land there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not, not this time of year. Yes, uh, Nether, Netherlands. Let's go. Nope, that is not. Netherlands, well, you're thinking Missouri. about it. Listen to this. I'll get it done. All right.
1: Yep. Well, well, you're you're All right. Here's the thing that that surprised me. You know, you think about it. If you're up 30,000 30, feet, thirty five thousand feet, you are obviously run out of oxygen. You know, and you got to be very very cold. But they say he was in relatively good shape. For what he'd just been through after he landed, I, I find this a little suspicious. But if that's the case, you know, it, it struck me. You ever see the movie Dumb and Dumber?
0: Uh, have have I have come I on? Seen I know, know you've Dumber? seen it. Yes, I know. Oh it. yeah! Oh. Just when you think you can't
1: do anything <laughs> stupid. You totally redeemed yourself. (laughs) So think about when they're on that motorbike together. and and He goes, go ahead and pee. It's warm. They're frozen. Oh, Oh, it's warm. (laughs) I I mean, that scene comes to mind as I'm envisioning this guy 30,000 feet up in the air in the wheel well of this plane. And all I can think to myself, the final thing is, as he gets down there, they, they probably they would arrest him because he probably wasn't wearing a mask.
0: <laughs> no question. No question about it. I'm sorry, sir. Where is your mask? This not- gas mask has a vent. It's, it, it's, not, it's, not, T, it's not TSA approved. <laughs> it's not TSA approved. No. I mean, come on.
1: you got to yeah, be 44 kidding 44
0: degrees right now. 44, 44 degrees, degrees in the Netherlands. That's, that's the high. That's the high. Um, yeah, it, it, it's mostly in the in the in the high forties to low fifties. Well, well oh, sorry, only one day is in the high <laughs> low fifties. But it, but literally, dude, it, it's raining every single day. Oh, really? 63%, in Amsterdam, ninety-two percent, thirty-six percent chance, seventy-eight percent, seventy-five. Wow, it, it, it's like Seattle.
1: Woo, that's that's not good. Yeah, you know, I yep. mean, you, you know, we get all that snow, you get all that cold, and get all that rain <laughs> that uh it equals some kind of not so good uh traveling stuff no, you know what I, i'm talking I, about
0: I I, I I i i don't desire that at all okay I don't desire that at all
1: all right let me throw this at you because i also like this time is always being good news because t.j yeah. watt has been selected as the 101 awards afc defensive player of the year for the second straight year and i don't think we talked about this uh in 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 total context because he's getting awards left and right you know what i mean they're on it, which, TJ.
0: which means the only one that matters is the one that comes at the nfl honors and he better be called let's hope so
1: Think, here, no I'm, no he
0: better No, Wolf. I, okay, i am tired of it he better be called go on a the, rant
1: max say what you mean man
0: l- listen okay we've already known that he he's the best guy to never win the award the last two years right the man tied the record uh he did beat this the record. season yep Exactly, thank you thank you Yes. so i can say, i could say it cuz i feel like since journalistic integrity says that the final stat number was 22 and a half in regular season play right. that i have to i have to say tied but we all know it was five wides yes the man dropped back second can't and help. eight can't help second and eight no no there's there's no running back in the backfield it's not a quarterback set. design draw the guys are blocking princeton brother and he drops the ball. How is – and he recovers it. But he does not get back up in time because he gets tapped by D.J. Watt. What's the difference between Brett Favre taking a slide and getting touched by Michael Strahan to set said record? What is the difference between the two? There is none. There is none. There is none. The only difference is that Brett wanted to do what he did. Brett, uh, the, the kid – what's his name? Tyler Huntley. Huntley. Yes. Did not want to do that he was trying to win he was trying to make a play and got stopped in the process he went against his will in that moment that should be a sack there was no intent to run the only thing that you could even say close is because he dove forward to get back on top of the ball (laughs) yeah that was it that was the only motion of a rush
1: let me let me ask you this which way did the ball go after it hit him Went sideways. Yeah. I mean, it just moved forward enough that he had to fall forward, yeah. right? It wasn't yeah, like yeah, he no, had to yeah, fall yeah, yeah, backwards. No,
0: no, no. no, he didn't have to fall backwards, but no. Yeah, the, when he squirted a little bit to the right. Yes. And, and then he <coughs> adjusted to the right, and then TJ tapped him. Yes. Was it. There, there's no rush. There's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no, no shoulder shimmy. No, no, there
1: was no way that was a running play. That's just no way. You know I mean the running play should have been Brett Favre running towards the feet of Michael Strahan and sliding. It was like he slid yeah, exactly. into the whole plate.
0: Exactly. Like he's trying to like he's trying to beat beat out a throw from center field. Yeah. You know? It's it's like come on come on man. This, this is ridiculous. So so anywho we 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 say that to say the man has gotten all NFL team first team all pro. He's gotten Pro Bowl, he's gotten the, this award, the PFWA All NFL Team. He's now got got the AFC Defensive Player of the Year award. Right. I challenge anybody in the NFC that can beat that. And so, when NFL honors come the Friday night before the Super Bowl was that February twelfth, um, or is it the eleventh? I think it's the eleventh. I can't remember. Come on. And it, yeah, it is the eleventh. It's Mere the eleventh. Friday Mere night details. At, at the NFL honors at the YouTube theater at So at SoFi Stadium. Yes. When they announced NFL defensive player, the one of the you year. pointed
1: out is we were walking by and you said that's I did. where yes
0: That's where NFL Honors will be. That's right. Beautiful courtyard in between the stadium and that theater. And I said, Um, what? (laughs) Under the canopy. You're like, what? YouTube has a theater? What type of movies do they play there? I'm like, ah. So about that, Wolf. uh, Oops. Not a movie theater. Not a a movie theater. Okay. We got that cleared. (laughs) We got that cleared up. So his name needs to be called. That's all I'm going to say. It it would be a a gross injustice, and it would be... a a mockery and a joke of
1: an award if he doesn't get it this year think about this i'm gonna give you stats he started uh came out played 15 games started 15 games 22 and a half sacks seven passes defense five forced fumbles three fumble recoveries 39 quarterback hits 21 tackles for loss 64 tackles overall i'm telling you what that's sheer dominance you are exactly correct my friend.
0: Yes, I mean that, that 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 is that is a season well spent and
1: opportunities not missed. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> when you talk about that, <laughs> all right. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the opening salvo fired here in the locker room. ESPN Pittsburgh Steelers Nation Radio.
0: This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, welcome back to the locker room. I'm Max Starks. He is Craig Wolfley. We are live and in full effect. And of course, we encourage our callers. Uh, Wolf, I, I got I got a, I got a tweet yesterday from Ed from Cleveland. Oh yeah, saying that. That we we've not taken as many calls over oh, the last couple oh, of weeks, oh, that's and right. I had to ex- and I had to explain to him that we only take calls when people actually call us. So we have not <laughs> had people calling to take said calls. We had heard from Seattle <laughs> yesterday. Uh, you know, Cr gave us you know called it. He didn't give us an update though on our on our call count uh, when we talked to him the day right. before on Monday. So we haven't heard from Juan. Ed, we're expecting a call from you. I mean, hey, it's middle of the week. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Need a little Ed from Cleveland. We need some guys from Unpart, Parts Unknown. So please reach out. Call us on the phone lines. 412-919-1316. You and go. you will be on in the locker room. Because like I said, phone lines are wide open. Ninjas are waiting for your call. <laughs> They're waiting patiently with... You know, with a katana and and a ninja star somewhere, maybe even go. maybe even a blowgun. I don't throw know. Those? I've I've thrown oh, them gosh, ninja yeah. stars; those are fun. So my brother was a martial arts instructor for a long time.
1: Okay, all right.
0: And what was his he, style? He, uh, what was his? So he was a hapkido, okay. aikido, oh, yeah. Russian sambo, and uh, oh, Russian and then also Brazilian ju- jiu yeah. So good. so yeah, so he he ha- he had it all. So he had mixed martial arts. At his place, and he was actually, you know, he was he was a he was a UFC fighter for, um, in the beginning. I actually remember watching him actually take on Dan Severin. Oh, really? Uh, in the match?
1: I, yeah. I knew so, Dan. We had Dan at our yeah. gym for um, a seminar. He would come down and, and teach okay. seminars. That are, I'll never forget because after this first appearance, and he was with against Hoyce Gracie. Remember that back like ninety oh, yeah. four? All right. Uh-huh. We had Dan in at, at the gym down at Mask. And I said to Dan, I go, so what was it like? Because, you know, he was a wrestler, and it was a different, you know, yeah. thing. And he goes, you know, when you walk into the octagon and that cage goes clunk behind you? <laughs> he goes, yeah. that was my wake-up call. That was like, this is real. This is happening. This is unlike anything I have experienced in my life.
0: <laughs> well, and he and, and has to also remember, this is back in the day where they chained, they chained the gate after he yeah. went in. Because they couldn't secure it any other way, so you're literally locked in this cage with this other human being, and it, you know it, it's it's as close as you can get to mortal combat as you can, uh, competing head to head. And like you said, all the different styles, right? Because and it's open weight class, so yes. you can you can get a guy like Dan Severin size, about about three bills, and you could get a Hoist Gracie who's who's right around maybe two hundred. So you have a hundred pound weight difference, but like you said, Hoyce and Royce Gracie, you know Ken Shamrock. I mean, you think about the original legends of UFC, right? And, at yeah, it it it's it, it's a scary feeling. I mean, I, my brother was one ninety five soaking wet, and really, went against Dan Severin, and went, and went full time. I watched because my brother, you know, his 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 favorite submission move was a flying arm bar. Mm-hmm. I literally watched him do a standing flying arm bar on Dan Severin. Had him pent over, brother. My brother has his back he on it locked out. He, right? He had it locked out. Dan Severin, hurts. Picks up his shoulder and slammed and him. Just yeah. starts like slammed him yeah. repeatedly to get him out of it. I was like, oh my god, the strength to have 195 pounds on that joint that's getting pressure. I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. But um, but yeah, no. So I say all that to say is that you know it, it's it's one of those things. It's it's just crazy to think back. In those times, right now you have weight classes. Now it's 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 all this you know rounds and main events, and there's a round a month uh, or an event a month. Uh, So many different weight classes, so many different divisions. Um, It's come such a long way from like those early '90s where it's just like no holds barred, king king of the tournament type of deal. You're doing it all in one day, you know, round robin style until you get to the championship to now where it just leads up and it's almost like, you know, it's 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 full contact boxing.
1: <laughs> it, it's just unbelievable, you know. I mean, it was funny because I just remembering the conversations I had with Dan, I said, you know, what was it like? You have the Gracie Enclave there, the whole clan, you know, the, the from the old man Helio on to, you know, down to Hickson and some of the others. And he said – you know when I, he said, the the other thing that really stood out to him besides the clang of the gate and then they chained it and all that stuff, he said was when he had hoist down and they were he was doubled over and he was, you know, he thought he had them, you know, locked out and stuff like that. He said, I looked and, and the old man was right through the cage. He could see him. And he had that towel, you know, that you throw the towel in. And the old man just yeah. went and he just put it underneath his arm. It was like there's no way he's throwing in the towel no matter what. I do. He goes. Yeah. He just knew. It, there, there's just no, no. There's no tapping out here for the Gracies. Well, there's
0: no tapping out, but also this was to put Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu on the map. Oh, it was yes. You know, th- th- this is th- because at first it was just something that you kind of like heard about, and it was almost like watching Capoeira, right? Yeah, oh, you yeah. Know, it, it's bizarre. like oh, it's, da- it's-, it's dance fighting. Yeah. And, you know, so you're like, eh, this won't catch on. This isn't a traditional Eastern martial art. This isn't a, you know, a a recognized discipline in the greater world. This is just something that's exclusive to South America, right? This is a Brazilian style of fighting that's grappling. It's on your back. You know, you're in a submissive state, but yet you're going for submissions. And so it wasn't really respected. And then UFC... And what the Gracies did, Hoyce and Royce did to really promote this. So you know, Helio, his pops is like, no, this is what puts us on the map. This is what yeah. creates this opportunity for us. And yeah, I mean, some of the t- toughest son of a guns you'll ever meet in life, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and and what they've created now. I mean, people seek. This is the predominant style that you must be aware of and you must practice. Because everybody does. It's almost like stand-up boxing, right? Yep. Like everybody has to know how to box how, or how to strike right. in MMA. No, you have to know how to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu because you're going to get a guy who knows how to grapple or wrestle better than you, and you better know how to get out of these things and not put your body in harm's way because all it takes is one of those hinging joints all the <laughs> way from your wrist to your neck, all the way down to your ankle. You better protect anything that hinges.
1: <laughs> Absolutely absolutely yeah. you're right about that all right yeah. so you so, you had something you wanted to go to
0: yeah no so so i i definitely had a uh, had my feel-good story or funny story i should say i'm not even gonna say feel-good story because there's, no, there's nothing good about it but <laughs> my home state is uh is known for these crazy uh accusations they all and they always title it florida man right you oh know, yes florida man ohio man florida woman ohio woman. like florida ohio get like all the craziest stories well just tell me your thoughts about this. A 74-year-old Florida man on an electric scooter gets charged with threatening, uh, with 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 a deadly weapon, with a knife, uh, simple assault, while on an electric scooter.
1: Say what? An electric scooter?
0: Yeah, you know, like little rascal scooters? <laughs> you know, the ones that, you know... You- Senior citizens, you know, uh, you know, rolling around.
1: Did they say anything yeah. like maybe he was out in the sun too long? Maybe he didn't have his hat. And he got a little bit ill-tempered, like no, he was a little no, bit. No, no off? A,
0: he was in his house. He was in his house. Oh, okay. So, so it's so it you know, air conditioning okay. covered environment. So that's covered.
1: Reverse. It wasn't yeah, ill-tempered.
0: And, and we're also in January, so not really hot there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it, it, for the police report uh, during a verbal disagreement. Uh, Florida man, we'll just leave his last name as O'Reilly, retrie- retrieved an eight-inch blade from a drawer in his home and actively followed a woman throughout his residence in his scooter Monday evening. Uh, alleged statements of wanting to kill the woman prompted her to run from the residence, and then he proceeded to follow out um, outside of the home and chase and, ch- and chasing her ar- or chasing him around a car, which was a rental and down the street while holding the knife. And apparently Zarelli slashed the car's left rear tire with willful and malicious intent, causing approximately $500 in damages. That's the price of a tire. Uh,
3: (laughs) It's a heck of a tire. When
0: when police arrived, they said Zarelli was still seen holding the knife and actively following uh, the woman up the driveway. Upon speaking with officers reported smelling alcohol in Zarelli's breath, as well as hearing Zarelli, spontaneously utter that he wanted to stab the man he was chasing, even though it was a woman, uh, while he had the
1: chance. Mm. (laughs) Was there any, any, you know, who this woman was? Was she somebody that was a house cleaner? Was she a friend? Was she related? I mean, it it, doesn't say... is not stated, but he is seventy-four years old. That's a Florida
0: man old. story. That is a Florida man story. I'm like, I, 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 you can't, you can't out, out, outbeat the, uh, the little wrestler. Just go upstairs, <laughs> find some stairs. He's stuck in the water at that point. <laughs> That's amazing, oh
1: you know. And you, you have to admit, you, you're not surprised when you hear the words alcohol involved, right? Yeah, alcohol involved and Florida man. Yep. Those two things are usually synonymous with wow. something bad happening. <laughs> All yeah. right. The, so, num- the oh number is 412, 9191316. Uh, I almost forgot. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking yeah. about this guy chasing somebody down the road with an eight inch blade in his scooter. I'm
0: going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> what if he ran it's only out of juice? It's, yeah, it's only got three horsepowers, and I got half a charge, baby. I'm going to make it count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take your calls. Let's go to Fry Guy in Iowa. Fry Guy, you're in the locker room with, with Max and me. How you
3: doing? Hey, guys, can you hear me okay? We can hear you okay, buddy. We
0: got you loud and clear.
3: Good. Hey, uh, I haven't called for a couple of weeks because uh, I've been on in, in vacation in Florida, <laughs> and now I'm heading home on the road, so uh, heading back to Iowa, not looking forward to the weather up there. Have you had but, any uh,
1: encounters just, with a Florida man
3: while you're down there? Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, all kinds of Florida people down there, but no stories I can match yours. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I, I do have a funny story, but I ain't got enough time to share it with you today. I'll, I'll call some other time and okay. tell you about it. But, but uh, no, I I just wanted to say, obviously, uh, we're all disappointed in the final outcome of the season for the Steelers. But uh, you know, I don't know. I think we're going to be in a little disarray maybe for a season or two. I don't know. We, well, I guess we'll find out what's going to happen in the off season. But uh, as far as uh, you guys. Max, you, you made the cut, man. Hmm. You uh,
4: oh, you did a great
3: you. job. He you know, did. obviously, you're never going to replace Tunch, but I don't think anybody expected that. But you no. you created your own image that is uh, bar none it's the best. So you did a you did a great job this year, and uh, it's fun listening to you. I'm still trying to get used to the uh, Wolf and Starks. I'm so used to Tunch and Wolf. Right. But – uh Yeah. But you know, we know we we know where uh we know where the where uh Guns is at right now. Chaluch is with him, Jesus, brother.
1: And the beautiful thing That's about right. it was Chaluch. Right. Chaluch always told him he, he loved Max. He thought the world of Max. And it's just you know, yeah, it's well, just uh, a yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see why. Yeah, yeah.
3: I can see why. He's always a, he's always in our hearts good, too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You guys are a good. You guys are really a good good team here, and you do a great job and you keep things positive, and the only thing, uh, you know, all I can say is about I, we heard a lot of negative about Ben this year. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I just can't think of anything negative to say about Ben. He, he more than fulfilled what any of us could have expected in his 18 years here in Pittsburgh. So, you know, uh, look at all the quarterbacks around the league that have come and gone since him. We, we yeah. had a superior. We really did. And, you know, I, there's no guarantee. I guess I haven't been able to listen to your show for a few weeks because I've been consumed and distracted with family time in Florida. Mm. So uh, so don't be offended by that. It's, Not uh, you all. know, family no. first. <laughs> yeah, but, uh Absolutely. But uh, I just finally, I just wanted to say that you guys had another great year. And I'm, I'm glad you're still on because uh, – I think last year you guys were on for a week after the Steelers were done and I'm glad to see you hung on for another week or two. How long are you gonna be on yet?
1: Well I believe technically I think we're done Friday. I'm not sure. I'm yeah, waiting right. on final yeah, I'm waiting on final instructions. You know how that goes. You know?
3: All right, yeah, well exactly. If I if we don't talk again, I'm looking forward to hearing it again from you guys in July. Or August, or whenever it's going to be. In the meantime, I mean, God bless both of you. You guys, again, you got a, you did a great job at keeping Steelers Nation up afloat. And uh, I'm just glad that we have somebody that we can listen to every day. Six months of you guys is never enough. So, no, thank you. Uh, have a great off season, guys. We love you. God bless. you. And uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm just glad that. I could turn to you guys and listen to you for a little football and a little humor each day. Have a great yeah. year, guys.
0: Uh, thank you so much, Fry Guy. And and like always, we, we appreciate your calls. And of course, everybody's Steelers Nation. Uh, we appreciate you guys sticking with us, listening to us, holding us accountable, keeping our journalistic <laughs> integrity intact. Uh, you know, and, and once again, you know, thank you. You know, th- this year has been has been so much fun. You know, we've we've had, we've gone through the ebbs and the flows, as Coach Tomlin would say, mm-hmm. of a season. But you know, it, it it it's been a lot of fun. You know, five days a week. You know, here two hours a day. Um, just getting a chance to kind of just chop it up and really, you know, talk to you guys and make sure that we, you know, we're presenting things from a perspective where, you know. You 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 walk away from the cliff, right? (laughs) On some of those losses, but uh, you you know you you enjoy the mountaintop after victories. I mean, that's the whole point of it. That's the um, that's the intent of fandom, uh, and why you follow teams. And we're just glad that we can be kind of the megaphones every once in a while uh, for this team that we all so dearly love. And, and appreciate, you know, what the Roonies and the Steelers organization has done really for sports entertainment um, overall. So thanks, Fry Guy, and, and we're appreciative. And, you know, at this moment we'll go to break, but once again, continue to call in. Wolf, we'll, what's the number again? 412-919-1316. Boom. There it is. There it is. So please continue to keep the calls rolling. We're going to keep rolling. But of course, ninjas got to pay bills. So we'll be (laughs) back in a minute. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas in the locker room. ESPN Pittsburgh, Steelers Nation Radio, the numbers 412-919-1316. The phone lines are open. We're rolling, so let's keep on rolling because we see our buddy Juan from Charleston is checking in the locker room. Juan, welcome back to the locker room, my friend.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fantabulous. Doing
0: good, Juan.
4: Hey, yeah. Long time no hear from, guys. I was on restriction, but I'm back, guys. (laughs) okay okay
1: i'm i'm on <laughs> restriction now because we're Glad gonna you're out of time the, out <laughs> we're, we're gonna hike the grand canyon and the the good mrs the good mrs wolfley my dear my my dear the dear lady faith she's putting me on some calorie restriction i have to start bringing the weight down now if i gotta hoof it
4: hey yeah hey wolf we know all season so hey hey you gotta do it buddy i'm waiting. i can't wait it to- Wait to hear, hear how I went through in the summertime with you. <laughs> this
1: could get ugly, exactly. man. This could be yeah, so. He, well, ugly. He,
0: he, well, listen, Wolf. You're gonna have to weigh in for training camp. So just make sure. <laughs> yeah, we're just heading that know. way, man. Exactly. We're we're not we're not gonna be fine this this year at training camp. Okay, we gotta make weight. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make. Weight.
3: Yeah. I know.
4: <laughs> hey, hey, Max. That that guy you was talking about in Florida. That was that was some serious stuff. Hey, they didn't yeah, hey, lady try to. Maybe, maybe the lady tried to break in his house. Why are they going to charge the guy? They don't know
0: what happened. Yeah. They, they don't know. They they weren't specific. They just simply said that he apparently, like, slashed a tire and then was just chasing in a little rascal scooter, man. I'm just, you know, like, that's not even a that, – that's a low-speed pursuit there. I mean, you can't even exactly. – you know it, it, What if he lost control of the scooter while trying to cut a block of cheese? Oh. You know, I mean, who knows? I who mean, knows? it could be misconstrued. You know, he was in the house, and he ended up outside of the house. Maybe he was trying to cut the block of cheese. The person said something. He was just wheeling it. And then, you know, and then he are like, hey, do you want some cheese? I, you know, what was in the other hand? Was he holding a cheese tray, you know? And the knife was in the other one. But then again, how did he, how did he steer the scooter? I don't know. But I'm just saying, you know, it looks weird, but it, it, it's Florida, man. I love man. when he was taking laps around the car. <laughs> Yeah, taking laps around the car. Like I'm gonna get you. Just, <laughs> just wait one second. Once I don't have to make any more right turns like NASCAR, we're good.
4: <laughs> oh my god! I know that. I know that. That's some crazy stuff, D. Hey, so um, yesterday, Max, I was listening in the show. You had your list for the top free agent quarterbacks. So I want to talk about that list you had yesterday. You, right, um, yeah, let's go through it. You, um, did you have Kirk Cousins on that
1: list?
0: I did not bring Kirk up on that list um just because I was 30, trying to think of
1: 35 mil um, yeah
0: 35 mil that 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 a that doesn't make sense and B he's not mobile enough yeah
4: yeah, yeah I agree because I'm started I'm started seeing all the reports that Kirk cousin might land his way in Pittsburgh so that's why I brought that up
0: mm. oh yeah no no that that's just strictly reports because you know the Steelers haven't even started those conversations yet you know you still have to get through the actual formal announcement of ben um so it, it's going to be speculation season i mean i think aaron Rodgers was on that list as well and you're like nah sorry aaron but uh yeah after after that gr- grace disgraceful exit out of the playoffs is the number one seed I don't, I don't see it happening i think i think you know he'd be better suited just to, just to stay his butt up in the frozen tundra you know so so yeah, so I mean that that's why it's early speculation. That's why we kind of went through the list of what probables were, um, because I think when you get into Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, who's are the top three free agents that you're going to look at just by just by simple demand and and monetary numbers, that's what kind of prices him, them themselves out of the Steelers' uh, wheelhouse because you got to get so many other pieces as well, and you don't want to give up draft capital as as you're retooling, as I like to say, not rebuilding.
4: Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And um, but one guy near on, on that list I kind of like was the Marcus Mariota. I like, I like, I would, I would like that pickup because he's still
1: pretty young and he's a mobile guy. He is a mobile guy. Um, but you know what? He's like one of those area code flamethrowers. You know, what I mean, it's like yeah. he's. He's not real. I, I don't think that he's real accurate. Accuracy
0: real. is an is is yeah. is is a question mark.
1: The guy that interests me the most is Mitchell Trubisky because I think he's a guy that he, was put in a position that was very hard for him in Chicago, and I just kind of wonder if not if maybe um you know he could have if he's he's put in the right situation has that opportunity he could he could compete for a starting job, but that would be the one guy.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I saw his name brought up a lot, too, but um, I'm kind of kind of iffy about him. But like you said, Wolf, he was putting a predicament that he couldn't help us because he was like the third or fourth in that draft. Yeah, I saw his name came up in a lot of reports, too.
1: A lot of physical tools. And also, tools. one more th- – Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm And, and on.
4: one more thing, I'll let you guys go. Um, what you guys think about Sean Payton stepping down yesterday? Sean
1: Payton? Yeah. yeah. You know, how about that? I mean uh, – He's had enough. He's had uh, what sixteen years there, fifteen. He had uh, you know on uh, you know on a timeout for one year uh, because of the fact that I guess he there was some uh, payment of uh, players uh, supposedly a bounty gate type thing or whatever. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. He likes to say it as I say back in the day. Listen, this stuff's been going on in the NFL for a long time. There, there was before that. There was other players that I know of. And uh, besides that, there were players that would try to take you out regardless of the bounty. <laughs> There's no bounty. They don't need a bounty to be trying to take you out. Back in the day, that's the way business was conducted, you know.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree with you
0: both. <laughs> yes. It was
1: what we thought it was. <laughs> yes. Yes. All you got to do is say the two words, Conrad Dobler. There you go. And you know exactly is. what we're yeah. talking about. Anything else, buddy?
4: No, I'll let you guys go. You guys have a good one. Enjoy the off season. I miss you guys. Can't wait to hear you guys back going. What's your plans for the offseason, guys?
1: Well, as we understand it, let's see. Max is done today because he's got some things he's yeah. got to do. Um, I'll be done Friday, so it'll just be me and the Ninjas for the next couple days. Then um, I think we're, we might be back on sometime this spring. Uh, you know, it depends yeah, we might on.
0: Have a hybrid schedule, yeah. Um, some sort kind of, of, of
1: rotational thing, yeah. Just as yeah, part of Steelers Nation, crew. just kind of keeping things. Got to keep keep yeah. the seat warm and the vocal cards, uh, vocal cords is like uh, warmed up. You know.
0: Yeah. No. And, and also, oh, you yeah. know, we have combine, we have free agency. You know, there's going to be some big events, and yeah. then of course, a little bit of mini camp news. You know, and any sure. type of signing. So we want to make sure we're available. Just to be able to bring you our perspective uh, before we get to training camp, so, so you're not just hearing us for the first time in July. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah,
4: I, yeah. yeah, I agree with you guys. Football, football is a year round sport, so hey, I'm in there for everything too. So I'll be there with you guys.
1: Beautiful. Well, we're <laughs> glad to is. hear from you. All right, stay tuned, and we'll be uh, we'll be back after this year or after the spring. You know, we're all nice and warm, and we got more Florida man stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry, I, I'm a hey, me, Ohio
1: man in me, here too me,
4: <laughs> me, 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 Hey Max, maybe the next Florida guy's story will be about an alligator or a
1: snake or something There's, yeah, exactly. there's always an alligator exactly. story going on in in Florida, man there is. I just don't I no. Hey,
0: Juan, just make sure there's no South Carolina man stories
3: that pop up. <laughs>
1: in between, okay? Hey, hey, hey when, you, hey, when you
4: hear South Carolina, just think of me. I, I might be like Wolf. I might be the guy.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Juan. Appreciate you, brother. All right, I appreciate all right. You guys brother. have a good one. Have a good one. God bless you. All right. God bless, man. God bless we'll you. be talking to you. All right. Let's keep rolling on because we also have. Oh, let's see. We got Sarcastic Sword, parts unknown. Sword, let's get you in before the break how you doing sword welcome to the locker room
2: uh thanks guys uh uh doing good and it sounds like you guys are doing the same uh a couple quick things uh trubisky uh certainly that's a guy that comes to mind to me After watching his first couple games uh when he first got the starting uh got into the starting lineup i'm really impressed with the way the guy moves throws on the move, physically can take a hit, can escape. Reminded me kind of physically of a young Ben. Uh, I think he'd fit great in this system, uh, like much like Stafford uh, did when he moved out of Detroit. I, I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, uh, Stan yesterday was had a real great conversation about what to do about overtime, and I was thinking about it. I don't know. I was going to get your opinions, but I was thinking uh, a lot of people settled on there there should be a fifth quarter in overtime in the playoffs uh, to keep the game going just like it was going. The way those guys, Kansas City and Buffalo, kept trading off, wouldn't it have been something to see instead of them guys coming out and shaking hands after Kansas City's touchdown, to see Kansas City kicking off to Buffalo to see what they could do? Uh, A full quarter – Uh, you'd end it just like you do, you know, between the first and the second quarter. You just change uh, what direction you're going in. If it's third and eight at the end of uh, regulation and you, you begin at third and eight to to the fifth quarter, 15 minutes. Uh, You could worry about overtimes after that. I think it would be a long time before you'd have any data on overtimes after a full period, but the continuity of the game, You would get to see what team has the most wind left in them, what kind of reserves they got, what kind of power they got to keep going on. And and the main thing, the game would just continue. Can you imagine watching that game Sunday night and watching a kickoff to watch possibly another quarter? Uh, I I think it would be a great thing as as far as as playoffs go. Uh, Any opinion on that? Well, I can can tell you from my
1: opinion, you know what, I'm – opposed to any, anything but the sudden death. I understand what you're saying, and from a fan's point of view, that is awesome, but the longer the game, the more vulnerable the players are. And when you add a 17th game and you start to do extend games like this, eh, it just it's a lot of wear and tear. Just, uh, I have some other reasons, but we only got a couple minutes. I'm going to let Max jump in on it, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a sudden death guy
0: yeah I'm a sudden death guy as well um, just, I know it was a tremendous game and like you said there were four other quarters where you should have taken advantage <laughs> uh, so the later you go on those defenses weren't gonna get any more stout uh, when you give up 25 points in the last what two and a half minutes of a game uh, that lets you know that they are absolutely uh, gassed at that point so you got to do something uh, you know as fans we want it, we want the game to extend because this is not this point. But at the same time, like you said, protect the players, uh, protect, you know, that extra game. And and, and you want those guys to be able to play next week. You know, you don't know how far you wear them down that they get an injury and then they can't participate any further. So it's the greatest way to mitigate damage uh, to the guys and allow them to rest up and be ready for another bout, especially for the
2: winner of that game. To hear the opinion from two two guys that were in the mix there, and that's a good perspective actually from – The rest of us out here. Uh, Anyways, it's a great game you guys are involved in. 22 guys on the field. Uh, I can't see anything more exciting than (laughs) than this game in the NFL after last weekend. All those games. I mean, you talk about drama. uh, You can't write that. I I can see why you guys have devoted your life to it. It, It's really a great thing and filled with great people like you. So uh, have a great offseason. Uh, you guys are always in my prayers, and uh, uh, I wish you safe traveling wherever you go, and make sure you come back, guys. Please.
0: All right, we'll do. Thank you, Sword, so much. And also, I can speak from perspective because I also played in a sixth overtime game in college at Florida. <laughs> Oh, and, and I could just tell you the body felt like heat grinder. That was over a hundred, I think, in twenty-five snaps we had in that game because of the overtimes. And yeah, you you don't you don't want to deal with that again. So so yeah so no, I appreciate the sudden death that the NFL has over the college rule. Um, but yeah, thank you, Sword, so much for uh, for entertaining us. And uh, and with that, we will still be taking calls. Wolf, what's the number again? Four one two nine one nine one three one six. Boom. There it is. Keep calling in. We want to hear from Steeler Nation. We love you guys. But we're going to step aside for a minute so we can pay some bills. We'll be back inside the locker room after this.